Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Everyone, how are you guys and gals doing today? Man, uh, we have some uh, reports going on concerning uh, Conan the Barbarian with the Pagans Motorcycle Club. It's coming out of Gangster Report. Again, I do not know if this is true because there is no sources that he put up in his article. You know how we usually put ours up on the screen? Well, there's no sources on this one, but he put up two stories. And if true, this is pretty messed up in my eyes. So we're going to be talking about this one uh, specifically. We'll get back to the other news, you know, throwing in the motorcycle events, all that good stuff on Monday segment of the show later on over on Motorcycle Madhouse, we're going to be actually talking about why do people rat? Why do they become informants? But coming up is Conan the Barbarian. Okay, here we go. We're going to go to, there's two stories that he did, and we're going to kind of give you a background because we actually covered this when it happened. Conan was at a party, somebody ratted him out on a gun deal, and as you know, Conan is a felon, so of course that they got him with a gun. If you ask me personally, when somebody does their time, pays their debt to society, I believe that they should get their gun rights back. Now, I can't agree with you. It depends on the crime. Like uh, the little, uh, they go after kids and stuff. No, you don't get your gun rights back. You're despicable human beings and all that good stuff. But as far as other respectable crimes, if you would say, you should be able to get your gun rights back. So what they did was use this against him, and I believe it was a three-year deal, and he was in federal custody. Now, Gangster Report is saying that the uh, Suffolk County is now getting them. Uh, they try, and that's what I don't understand here. I really don't. And again, if this is true, because we haven't gotten a source material for this. It's pretty messed up. They wait till he does his entire Fed time. And then they say, I got you again. We're going to put you at the state level. So I think he's facing another two years or three years if this is the case. So let's go to uh, Gangster Report stuff. Uh, again, it's gangsterreport.com. And this is by Scott Bernstein. Now, uh, 
again, there's no source material. You got to make up your own minds on this. We're trying to find source material on it, but we wanted to show it to you because a lot of it's been emailed to us, the article and stuff. Breaking news, Suffolk County may want another piece of prison time for Pagan's MC Titan Conan Richter in a different gun case. Now, uh, I think that's, uh, let's see here, was that the gun that was found in his apartment? We don't know. It goes on to say, and this is of August 10th, so he would have been getting out yesterday. Conan continues to be public enemy number one for law enforcement on the East Coast. And 30 months in the can just might not be enough to satisfy the powers that be. Now, that I can't doubt, man. You know, cops are always after these guys. Always. And like I said, it's pretty messed up if they did do this to them. New York prosecutors out of Suffolk, uh, or Suffolk uh, County could take custody of Pagan's Motorcycle Club National President Keith Conan the Barbarian Richter after his release from federal correctional facility where he served two and a half years for a highly publicized gun possession case per sources. And that's that right there. We got to know some sources. Uh, Suffolk County also nailed him in 2021 on a separate lesser known gun case stemming from a raid of his home on Long Island in which a gun was discovered on the dresser next to Richter's bed. That's true. That was a little known gun case. A lot of people didn't cover that one because the federal one took precedent because of what happened coming back from that party how, how are you gonna know he had a gun unless somebody went and ratted on him now what's very interesting about this story if this is the case and this is all speculation right now that the feds told the state to back off because they had other things going on around that time. There was a lot of guys from the Pagans that went down on Rico at that very time. So if the state got involved, that would have ruined the federal Rico case. And that would have brought their informants out into the limelight. Because informants, when you're in court, they got to disclose who they are. But at the same time, the feds are kind of tricky, man. They will hide it even from the court. They'll hide all the paperwork. They'll hide that the person was ever an informant if it's a high-level type of deal. They're crooks, man, these cops. As of right now, it doesn't look like state prosecutors are satisfied with him only doing Fed time and may grab him for another year or two by the end of this week and possibly as early as Thursday, which would be today, before he walks on the Fed case again, according to sources. And then it goes on to tell you what the case was as what, it was in Mer Mercer County, New Jersey, back in February 2021. A truck he was a passenger in on the night of February 20th was pulled over shortly after him and his driver had left an annual Pagan's party. 
And then it goes on to how he supposedly became a boss and other ones. But that's the one story he broke. And now it says state authorities in New York grab pagan MC boss. And this was 15 hours ago. So he's saying that he's gone. He's off the street again. He didn't even get to see the street before he tastes freedom from the Fed case. Uh, August 10th, another two years behind bar is on the menu for the man they call Conan the Barbarian. Authorities in Suffolk County, New York, took custody. And I, this just came up, so I haven't been able to look at, you know, if Suffolk County has an inmate type of uh, deal where you to look them up to see if they're there. Uh, but he's saying they took custody of uh, the notorious Pagans Motorcycle Club National President Keith Cordae, uh, Conan the Barbarian. After his release from a federal correctional facility in New Jersey, where he served two and a half years for a highly publicized blah, blah, blah. Now, it said police in Suffolk County arrested him in a separate lesser-known gun case from that year, and he owes them a two-piece, according to this article. It originally appeared as if Richter was going to be freed this week and returned to his post, as the gangster report says, Pagan's overlord, but we don't know that to be the case. So that is what gangster report right now is reporting on this and again we're gonna go scurry some sources to see if this is true if you get a chance go on uh, Suffolk uh, County's website if they have one again not everybody has the inmate lookup type of deal but this would be very interesting this is like vindictive stuff that law enforcement is doing to him because if you got a federal case why didn't you just bring in the state case at the same time no, what they did was what they always do. They're idiots. They're well, you can't say idiots because they're doing this now, but they're you know what? It's a third world type of dictatorship through law enforcement for what they're doing by waiting for him to do his fed time and then boom, hit him with the freaking uh, state time stuff. And according to the gangster report, they took him in custody on this one. So we'll see. We'll do some more research for you. Uh, try to find out more information on this. But uh, sad state of affairs right now when a government does that to uh, people just because they don't like you. You have to remember that if you get on the government's radar, they will do everything and anything to make your life miserable. And it looks like that's what they're doing right now. Conan's 64 years old. If he has to do another two, you're looking at 66 by the time he comes out. He's getting up there in age now, and they know it. So anyway, we're going to go to the second half of the show right now. Don't forget Madhouse Radio over on YouTube, as well as MotorcycleMadhouse.com. You to listen to it live on the radio. We're going to be talking about why is it people feel like they need to be an informant, especially when they know the game they're getting into. Accept their punishment if you get caught. Pay that piper, baby.
Join the Insane Throttle Members Only Club on YouTube or Spotify and receive exclusive content. Your membership in the Throttle Club helps keep the show going strong. Well, is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't give the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happened. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. Introducing the all-new service from Insane Throttle Motorcycle Madhouse Radio. 24-7 and nothing but the best in 80s till today. Rock and metal, baby. And here's an added bonus. You can now listen to Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Show with Hollywood and China now live on the air. Go to MotorcycleMadhouse.com. And bookmark the radio station and get down with the King of Biker Radio. I won't just survive. Oh, you will see me thrive. Can't write my story. I'm beyond the archetype.
ticket flights. Life on the edge is the way that Yogi likes. No fun if I can't do a hundred through the light. Probably be the only way that I can live and feel alive. Everyone, how you guys, gals doing? It's the second half of the show right now. Yes, we're going to be talking about why do people become informants. But first, yes, I'm missing my co-host right now, China Dow. But we have to do some stuff to remember her. I'm driving in my car. She is working right now. Yes, she is working right now. Out there making money. Yes, we have to do it. So we're going to have a special co-host on here. Uh, it should be a good one. I pick on them all the time. But here's something else China Doll has to say in her absence. Next week, I'm totally getting my shit together. <laughs> Just kidding. I'll be a hot mess next week, too. She will. That she will. You know, I got Peg Leg coming in here right What's now. What's going on, everybody? He is my co-host of uh, the Hollywood and Mike show, and that's right. going to be happening on uh, Sundays, I believe. Yep. And uh, he's over here. He's going to see if he can hang on the Madhouse. You know, I heard that he don't get it up that good for his wife. So we're going to have to try to make sure that we school him on how to take care of a woman's needs. Yeah, you tell What's me. On, Mike? What's going on, everybody? I'm, I'm always thankful to be hanging out with you guys, but we got the madhouse today. So we get yeah, we got a madhouse. We're yeah, getting, we got the madhouse. Crew we're today. getting crunk with a K. You know what I mean? We're getting crazy with it. What's going on with the freaking madhouse? And I'm also, what guys? You know, Mike. I thought he was a white boy, but he is out there acting like a black boy right now. Hey, no, I, no, I'm not gonna do nothing. I'm not gonna do no hand signs or nothing. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna start doing a sign language and none, none of that. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think it's because it's L.A., man. They got, you know, there's two things out in L.A., fake white boys and queers. That's oh, all. Oh, wow. So. I'm, okay. Okay. Well, we'll leave Chirac alone. Okay. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I think we need to. Coming up on Monday, we got a special guest. We got Tia, Black Dragon's old lady. She's going to be coming in here and talking about the problems we do have in Chicago and what uh, she thinks that can be done. And I know that. What is it with you, dude? Why can't you get it up for your old lady? She called me the other day. She's like, you know what, Hollywood, can you talk to him? He's already got a little pecker, but, uh, you know, he can't get even that up, man. When he's hard, he's about two inches. What's going on with you, dude? Well, you're, you're, you're kind of like the father-in-law. That would be very weird for my old lady to call you about my get-up problem if I had one. So you just admitted you had a get-up problem. I said if I had one. So nah. here's the thing. This is why I know you over here capping. 
Not the cap. Because you over here knowing that my gold lady would never contact you on some shit like that. I don't know, man. I think she's using some kind of fake name, email me and stuff, saying, you know what? I, I find it sexy that he has a le you know one leg, but he has to use that because he's too small, man. I, I'm you know what? He does not remind me of a white boy that has a good pecker. So you know, she, he reminds so me of a midget. She became an informant then. Yeah, she become an informant on your ass. Oh, okay. So this this is why we're having this conversation, this topic right now. Yes, I I do. Informants? You know, I I warned Mike, don't fuck with me. And uh, what it uh, the first thing he did, I was like, dude, this is the madhouse, really, man. This ain't our show or anything like that. And what did he do? He fucked with me. I and, did. Now he's going to get his ass burned through the whole show. And, you know, that's something China Dial knows because, you know, what's funny, Mike? I was looking over at China Dial yesterday. She was uh, laying in the bed and stuff like that. I was like, dude, your ass is looking good. And the first thing she did was point her finger towards the door. Get out. Get out. At least she, you're honest and I can respect that, you know. <laughs> I am honest, man. She was about to get a colon cleanse right there, and you just see the worry on her face. I was like, what the hell, man? Hollywood getting all hot and bothered. Hey, you always call me a two-pump jump. So two pumps and then the tip in your ass won't well, you, uh, get, you get a little too excited. That's the problem. Like she can see your eyes dilate and she's going, Oh, no, 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 no. It's gonna be a two-pump chump thing. No, no, no. She you need she needs to be able to be like caressed, you know what I mean? You gotta be able to Warm it See, up. You, there's no men in California, only queers. Who mm -hmm. uh, any man who wants to sit there and cuddle with a woman, you're no now, man. I did not say cuddle. I do not cuddle. I don't do that shit. Mm -mm. Well, ain't that the only thing that you have left since you got no pecker? Oh, I don't think I have a problem in those departments. And listen, Hollywood, don't be jealous. I don't know, man. You know what? I think it was Sos that contacted me and said, Hollywood, you got to help Mike out, man. You got to teach him how to be a man. He's a girly man right now. And, you know, you got to tell him, you know, help him get his get down going. I don't know, man. I'm hearing this from all over the place. Yeah, I think you know, that's that's all in your head because don't be jealous that I can get into a thousand more sex positions than you can, sir. Well, I have to be a jealous about that. I do. I do. I have to be jealous about that because you're probably a little more flexible. You got one leg, so you don't have to worry about. But you wouldn't your... put in that kind of work. You wouldn't put in that kind of effort. Hell no, man. Yeah. No, I'm not it's a girl. Young man. man's game. It's a young man's game. Okay, and I know. I know how the boomers game. are. I know how the boomers are you guys are tired you're tired i know i ain't a it's boomer okay. dumbass i'm a freaking generation <laughs> i'm gonna keep answer. calling you boomer as long as you keep calling me gen z because i ain't no gen z yeah you are gen z i am two years in millennial oh you're a millennial so you're even stupider oh well i guess i'm the, <laughs> I'm the guy that raised the dumbasses even worse i mean we're already dumbasses but now we're you know, making them worse Poncho wants to know if you spoon. Do you um, spoon? If I'm going to spoon, it's going to be little spoon. Little spoon? Yeah. What, you use little spoons? I, like, if, I know what a spoon, spoon is, don't if you? If I'm going to spoon, I want my That's something lady. you do in 
that's something you do in prison, man. What do you? I told you there's nothing but queers out in freaking California. Mm-hmm. They like little spoons. We're not talking about with other men. We're talking about with our old ladies. Oh, so you spoon with your old lady? That's what I said. Yes. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it small spoon style. I don't give a fuck unless I'm getting down with what's going down down there. Then I'm going to be big spoon. So I just stick it in. So do you use do you use a nice silver spoon when you spoon or do you use them cheap Walmart ones? No, I zero. Actually, theoretically, it's zero spoon. If if that's what we're getting at, it's zero spoon, raw dog, whatever. That's that's uh-huh. the kind of spoon that I'm on. You know what I mean? Now I heard that, you know that you and Betrim podcast is really getting along. Do you like beards or something? No, I'm not into the beard thing. I told he, you that's the first he, thing. That's the first thing that's got to go. First, because he 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 expressed that his beard tickles you. No, no, no. He that's what he wants it to do to me. You know, he tries to do these kind of things. I just stay away. That's why he's on the East Coast. Oh, but yeah, I heard yeah. he's meeting in the middle all the time. Well, he wants, he really wants to fly over here so he can do that whole beard thing that you were talking about. But I, I just let him stay over there on the East Coast. You know, we don't play that over here on the West. You know what I mean? Oh, you don't play, you don't like hairy dudes then? Uh, I don't like dudes like you do. You know what I mean? I know you're into them. I know you're kind of like. Well, you're simply talking about prisons. That, uh, you know, we got prisons. No, no, no. no. I'm talking about old ladies. Prisons, different story. Oh, how would it? Can we just let's take a little uh, deal here, okay? Mm -hmm, Let's mm -hmm. just take a little deal. Okay. Let's go through a, I don't know, a scenario. Sure. What if Michael, you know, little Mike, how do you think you would fare in Folsom? Honestly, I think I would do all right because of the way I step and the way that I'm very confident in myself. Now, here's the thing. I'm not going to say you here think they would do you think they would do to you what they did to that, uh, you know, that white boy in blood in and blood out, take his fucking leg and toss it like a football. No, but the thing is, is I, I do believe that people are that heartless and that would do some shit like that. You know what I mean? Just for fun. But at the end of the day, no one's going to touch my body part like that. And I promise you, because if you try to, I, it's, I have a double locking system for, so when I ride motorcycles, if I'm riding, if one of them fails, I don't want my freaking hundred thousand dollar leg falling off. Right. It's got to have like a backup system. So I have the same thing. So obviously if I go into the joint, right. This is my body part. There's no way you taking it off and you have to know how to do it. So there's, there's a whole bunch of buttons. What do you think they would do to you in there? They wouldn't do shit because you gotta, (laughs) you gotta, you gotta realize one thing that I got a, I got a titanium leg that if I do a roundhouse roundhouse kick to the neck, I might decapitate your ass. You know what I mean? Oh, so you a karate guy. No, I'm not saying that, but I got blades that the prisons don't like already. And I got blades. That's my part of my body part. What are you going to do? You can't take that from me. Are you one of them guys that are like in the old karate movies? You just see their mouth move in. And I'm just wondering. No, 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 definitely not. No, no, sir. (laughs) See, we got Bentrim out here defending you. So you're, you're kind of making me worried here, man. 
You're hey, making me okay. worried that California's, uh, you know, like the whole uh, city of San Francisco. Yeah, no, I, I understand the misconception that you outsiders, especially you Midwestern people, especially you guys get it twisted. It you, guys got, you guys got to get it. Uh, you guys got to understand. We probably got more. We actually not probably we have more cowboys in California than we do in Texas. Oh, so, so you got broke back mountain type of people. We got all sorts of weird. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. You've got all shades of everything. You know, He's sitting it's over there talking about back mountain cowboys, man. It's not. It's not just San Francisco, and it's not just L.A. That's that's in California. I promise you, if you take a car ride from bottom to top, that's like 14 hours of driving. I promise you that you're gonna see some different people. Now, I got a question for you. I was watching American Pie 2, okay? If you haven't seen the American Pie series, you're stupid. Uh, Stifler, man, is an awesome guy. Now, he got in a situation where there was two women that he thought were lesbians. So he was asking them to do some stuff, but, you know, the women turned it on him. Okay, women turned it on him. Mm -hmm. And I know you're a closet homosexual. And I have to ask you this. Now, they asked him to touch another guy's ass and then they would do it the same. So he did it. <laughs> and then he, you know, they asked him, okay, you want to see us kiss? You got to kiss a dude. So he did. And then <laughs> he was willing to let himself get his pecker rubbed by a fellow guy so he can see that from the woman. Now, you seem like that kind of freak that would let that happen. Listen, I'm going to tell you one thing. I have never, and I have never been that desperate for no some fucking poo-tang. I promise you, I would not be doing, running around, mm -hmm. doing these stupid chores just for the opportunity to maybe impress or see some girls. I really could give two fucks about it honestly so, you, you, uh, you're one of them gigolos then yes no i'm just someone that just doesn't give a fuck like i could go like let's say if i had to go five months with no you know whatever that's fine i don't need should a punk, I, should, I don't need a punk I, on my lap let's just explain that you know what i mean and i know so everyone I, knows what a punk should is. i uh, suggest to your wife that you are bullheaded and you can go without Putin tang for five months. So you shouldn't get any. Oh no. She knows it too. That's the whole thing. That's why you'll never use sex against me. No relationship. Nope. Because so my question is at that point, do you masturbate? I, well, yes. If, if, if needed, the, the, the biggest F you is when they start like messing with you and, and you just turn around and go, you know what? I don't need this. And you just walk away. You go do it real quick. Come back. You fall asleep. And they go, what the? F they trip. They trip. Trust me. It's like, like, like what? You don't need me? <laughs> you know what I mean? So it kind of psychologically this, fucks them up. How this is taking a turn. Hopefully uh, Pops ain't listening right now. Because oh, Pops would be proud. It, it, Pops would be proud that he taught you how to masturbate what? No, he would be proud that I wouldn't be bullied around by some woman for some sex. That's ridiculous. I'm actually proud of you with that one. Me, personally, instead of playing with myself, I'd have to go rent a hooker. Uh, see, I like <laughs> hookers. The reason why I hook, like hookers is you pay them and then you leave. 
You know, it's unlike uh, somebody that, you know, you're, you're in that mess right now. You're in a real bad predicament right now. You're married and you should have leased it. And now it's going to cost you half of your shit if it don't go. Nope, 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 nope. That is why I stuck with or am going to stick with the church, meaning that I have we haven't done it yet. I call her my wife because I give her that respect because she really is that person for me. But like I said, I'm not going to be filing with no state. Just because you get the certificate from the church does not mean you have to submit it to the court. So I'm not going to submit it to the court. So no matter what, it doesn't matter. It could be 20 years from now, theoretically, we're both single. I think that's the biggest smart move out there. The problem is when you go to the church, then you get married in the eyes of the old man upstairs. Mm -hmm. And if you fuck around, he's not going to like that too much. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why, honestly, I don't fuck around. I don't. And you know that. I could. I have every opportunity to. And, and, And listen, I'm not saying that she don't either, because the honest truth is, is she a goddamn model? I don't oh, care what she nobody is. says. She is. She is, yes, she is. she is. She is one of those ten out of ten broads. And listen, the problem is, you know, she's a little younger right now, and that's the way Latinos are. Latina. The Latinos, when they're younger, they're hot as hell. But when they get over, they get some, you know, saggy butts, man. What you do? You know, what they, you do is, is you always look at their wrists, you look at their ankles, and you look at their family. Oh, that's so how you're that's able to tell. The advice of getting a Latina. That's the advice for any woman. Any woman. Yes, any woman. Wow, Mike's out here judging you women again. I no, feel I'm sorry. Not judging. This this is something that you will be able to tell. These are things that you can see. You can well, you can visually see it. Bentrim podcast over here. Uh, see, I knew you guys were close, but I didn't think he would be asking about a chick with an Adam's apple in Vegas. Mike, did did you do something that we don't know about? No, no, no. Are I, you messing? I with know, chi- I know. BRP would love that to be the God's honest truth, but here's also another thing. Hollywood just said that he would be getting some hookers and shit like that. Listen, I would not. You want to know why? Because the honest truth is, is when you pay in for some putang, all they really care about is that money. And I want someone that's fucking me because they actually want to fuck me. But ain't you paying for it right now? Listen, that is the worst financial decision you can ever make (laughs) is, is getting yourself a woman. That is the worst financial decision you can possibly make as a man. Well, it is true enough. You're paying for it. That's why I say lease it. I say pay by the hour now. That's my <laughs> new outlook. You pay well, by the hour. Some countries, uh, I don't know if you know this, but some countries you can actually rent motels or hotels for an hour at a time instead of a day at a time. Not a What are you talking about, time. dude? You did do that in Chicago here. That's been going on like for 100 years here. Well, you Chicago. Yeah, you guys are like the third world country over there. So, yeah, I get you. Yeah, we run them by the hour over here. Yeah, you guys are savages. There's, there's, <laughs> there's no other way to make money over there. I get it. It's okay. It's okay. You guys hey, got to go. Is, I have to ask you something. What is 
your definition or what would you be looking for in a hooker? Okay, in a hooker. Answer that when we come back. Hey, is your cooter pocket a sad state of affairs? Join me, China Doll, every Monday morning at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time on Chatting with China Doll, available on all major podcast platforms. Damn, is that an old motherfucking one? I got I haven't heard that I gotta, one. I got to fix that one, man. That's when she had her own deal. But we're paying homage to China Doll today because she's not here and I'm talking shit about her. So, you know, we have to give her a, you know, a little, you know, call out out there. That is her song right now. Yes, she is an old lady of a black widow, is she not? <laughs> Is that what you hear when you're having sex, Mike? No. I think no. that's what you do. Mm-mm. No, no, no. I hear the sound of my woman getting crazy. No, I think, you know, when your woman's on the bed and stuff like that, and you walk in, that music plays. I think she wants to put you in leathers like a black widow. <laughs> you know what? The thing is, is I'm too dominant and she too submissive for that. Oh, you're too dominant. Yeah, oh, especially okay. in the bed, especially in the bed. Mm-hmm. So you would you wouldn't let her put you in a you know a tight ass leather thing and let her put you know nope. her nope. high heels in your nuts. I just told you I'm not controlled by sex. I'm not going to do anything retarded that is that I don't want to do. <laughs> just it's just so, it's a fact, but. But it, well, like, I want to answer your question, though. I want to okay. answer your question. I, I was just going to ask you because you're trying to put me off here, and we know that you've you know used hookers in the past. So I'm just wondering, what is your golden girl that you would want to hit as a hooker? Well, first of all, you don't go for hookers. You go for escorts, okay? You go for the higher class. Do not pick off the street. And you go, if anything, just like any other woman, you're going to kind of look for the younger, let you know, the ones that probably haven't had, you know, 16,000 of them rammed up themselves. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Um, you can tell kind of, you know, those women that live on the streets and, and live by that sexual, you know, that sex uh, work, it ages you quick. Because the honest truth is, is women giving out their body part or giving out themselves like that is very unnatural when they just meet you or just see you multiple. And these girls are doing it multiple times a night, a day, whatever. So what do these girls do? They go out, they go drink, they get, you know, they get alcohol, drugs to mask all the pain because it's, it is a terrible, terrible thing that they're doing because it's fast, cheap money sometimes. And then they get stuck in the lifestyle and then they're stuck on drugs, all of this problems. So I would be looking for a younger, you know, 19, what age? 20, what age? 19, 19 or 20. 20, you know, I would look for um, because that would be more of like you're kind of just getting into it, you know, kind of thing. I would want that innocence. I don't want 
a woman where her innocence is completely gone. And also I want to be with a woman that wants to actually be with me. I want them to oh, crave me. Wants, she wants to be with you for 250 an hour. Yeah, see, that's what I don't, because I already know that. So I'm just sitting there. I would be sitting there going, okay, you sitting here on my dick just because you want that 250 bucks or whatever the money it is. I don't know how much it costs. But you're just sitting there and laying there or doing whatever you're doing only because of the money. You're not here because of me whatsoever. And that's the part I don't like. Well, Poncho was just saying he did not know that uh, my get my uh, guest co-host today is the white version of BD on the air. That's right. That's right. I'm telling you guys like it is. Listen, I don't. I'm not going to sit here and cat like Hollywood over here. Stop the cat. I don't do that. I sit here and I tell the fucking truth. I'm going to sit here and whether it looks whether it looks good on me, bad on me, terrible on me, I don't care. I'm going to tell you how I am because I'm comfortable in my own fucking skin. So yeah. how's it going that you, you know, you started off before the show fucking with me and you finally realized, oh shit, I shouldn't have done that because I'm going to go off on the whole show with you. I yeah. uh, and Rage just said, Mike has a lot of knowledge on this. That doesn't sound like someone who paid for a hooker. He sounds like someone who worked as a hooker. Someone you won't want to tell us. A little you want to tell us, little brother? No. Now, would, you, would you work at a, as a hooker as a man? As a man? Yeah. Would you work as a hooker? If I was single, yeah. Why the fuck not? But the thing is, is I, you know, men... <laughs> Dude, men are would never be like hired like that. Normal men, at least, you know. No, there, there's a reason why that, that for instance, like OnlyFans, like ninety five percent of all user base in OnlyFans is men. You know what I mean? There, it's not like all so you wouldn't not you wouldn't mind getting sickly dick, or you wouldn't mind having to service somebody like seventy years old who's got cobwebs down there because that's probably who you'll attract. But you don't mind. You think that's what I attract? Yes, I think you as a hooker, as a male gigolo. I okay. think you. I think you would get an older lady that wants to be serviced by a younger one. You well, just, you would be all right with that. Well, what would probably end up happening is she'd probably be standing up nonstop, squirting and going above my head. That's probably what would be happening. You think that'd happen? Yes. Now, I do have a question before we start going into our main topic, a serious one here. Okay. And this is just because Mike screwed with me, you know, beforehand. Barely, so got, by the way, barely. But now he's really my, going for it. We got to give him a half hour of an ash chewing here. If a woman in her 70s mm -hmm. offered to pay you 50 G's for one night, but had the smelliest pussy around, would you do it? Can I be, can I be like wrapped up down there? Do I have to go raw? No, I'm talking about you have to get down there and munch on that cooter pie. Munching? I'd 50k. Yeah, I'd do it. The nastiest, smelliest thing. Yeah, 50k is pretty enticing, and it's only poutine. <laughs> so you would sell yourself. 50k to do that? That's pretty fucking dope. 
I would, dude, I'd be able to say, listen, I, I got 50K just for eating some pussy. What are you doing over there? Sucking dick for 20 bucks? That's cool. So what is that thing called? A blue waffle? What if it was a blue waffle? No, 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 no. That's this your can't... game. That's no, your no, game. No, 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 no. You're, you can't put this back on me because you just said you'd do it. I would never do a blue waffle. That's a whole different subject. That's a whole different topic. I would never fuck around with that shit. Uh-uh. You just said you'd do a nasty, smelly pussy. That's what a blue waffle is. No, you do not know what a blue waffle is. <laughs> You do not know what a blue waffle is. Oh, I know what it is. Mm-hmm. But you just said you'd do anything for 50 uh K. I did not say anything. I said I might eat it. That's it. I munch on it. 50K. Pay up. 50K. <laughs> so if Stifler came over here and said uh jack my pecker off for 50k, you would. No, no. I I, I would not be able to do anything with another male. I'm sorry. Just never would ever be able to happen. I just, I have too much pride. <laughs> I just but can't you do said it. You're a gigolo and gigolos no, go below. You're putting words in my mouth there. No, I am not. You said you would be uh, hooking yourself out. So hooking yourself out, I you go it both ways. Good, uh, it would be an idea if it was even a thing. Oh, okay. So, and, you know, you just said it was single, an idea. And if I were single. Okay, if you're single, you said it'd be a good idea, so you don't mind, you know, pumping a pack. And I said, sure, I might think about getting down on a fifty thousand dollars smelly pussy. (laughs) You You don't like sweaty balls, right? No, 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 no. That's that's your class. You know what I mean? That's 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 your area. That's especially the boomers generation. I get you. Oh my goodness, (laughs) Grinch. We're going to go into our main topic today. This is going to turn pretty serious right now. I think Mike don't have an ass anymore. Uh, Maybe he'll learn not to do that shit with me anymore on the madhouse. But uh, we're going to be talking about why do people become informants? I always uh, was of the mind. If you get into the game, you know you're in the game. You want to take the money that comes from the gang. But when you get caught, you don't want to pay the piper. Mm-hmm. And then you go and tattletale. What do you think it is, Mike? Okay. I have watched some of the hardest of the hardest people that you would think that would never, ever say shit. That would never say, that would never open their mouths. And I've watched them do it. It's incredible to me. And I think that there comes a time that, you know, like, for instance, like you said, they want to play, they want to get paid, they want all this stuff, but they don't want any of the repercussions that come with it. Now, here's the thing. This is why the feds have, like, upped everything. So, like, when you're facing 25 years, 30 years to life or whatever – When you're facing that kind of time, you'd be surprised at how willing some of you motherfuckers would be willing to chat. When you guys say, I would never, I would never get into a 25-year situation and see, you might be more apt to say something. See, uh, therein lies the problem with me. Therein lies the problem. Mm -hmm. You got grown-ass men 
who know what the hell they're getting into. They want to go and make other people's lives miserable by acting all tough or playing their hustle. Mm -hmm. But I was in a situation as being a father of where a 19 year old kid did some shit with some other people ended up in a murder charge. Mm -hmm. He didn't talk whatsoever knowing that he was facing the life. He ended up getting a lot of time, mm -hmm. but he never talked, never talked 19 years old, but we have grown ass men out there that uh, go talk. Therein lies my problem with informants. Remember what we were talking about a couple of days ago, my big brother, my big homie, whoever you want to call my mentor, he goes, Mike, you are living by a, morals, ethics, and codes that nobody live by anymore. So mm. you cannot sit there and expect others to live by your code. Because if you do, you're just going to be let down every single time. And as cliche as that sounds, it's very fucking true. You know mm. what I mean? Um, and this comes down to the informant shit. How many times have you seen in clubs or whatever situation where all of a sudden there's an informant and they're just sitting back going, oh, my God, I just spent five years with this dude and I thought he was my best friend and all this crap. And then all of a sudden they're on the on the stand. You know what that, I mean? That happened with Pike and Portillo from uh, the Banditos, the national and the national vice president, where their national sergeant in arms and enforcer. He turned on him. Yeah. Now I'm talking a high level freaking officer within a national or a worldwide. That's number three right there, guys. <laughs> and everybody on the street knows you can't trust them. You can't trust anybody if you're going to get in the game. Just because somebody wears the same patch as you, you still can't trust them. Now, here is a rule that I was given about 23 years ago and that was take a look at around at your clubhouse just take a look at around and everybody in it one out of three of those people are rats they're informants already that was given to me by an old school freaking president wow one so i was three. like five years old when you're getting this information and it still sticks to today if not worse if not worse oh, now. Worse. Huh? And the one incident with Conan was he was picked up with a gun coming back into New, New Jersey from a party. Mm -hmm. There is no way anybody knew he had that piece unless there was an informant around. And then he's now doing federal time. We got to see or try to see if anybody can look up uh Suffolk County database, uh, the inmate list. Cause like I said, I don't know this shit for true because it came from uh, gangster report. Right. But he has a lot of inside cop stuff. He does. he does. Go look it up and see if, uh, you know, Richard is in there. Yeah. You know, gangster Richard. report is very, uh, I would say a reputable place of information so but it is good to always double check like you always say you know go and see if keith richter is now in custody in this, because he did report that he was taken into custody but 
one of the reasons why I believe that happened was the federal or the feds, the agents didn't want to reveal their informants. Mm -hmm. So they were able to get more guys out on Rico charges, which happened around that time. That should be illegal. And I believe so too. And to hit him with state charges after, you know, the day he's being released from feds, I think that's kind of messed up, man. I think that's playing dirty. Well, I need to defend myself against somebody that is in, being an informant and talking shit on what I have done. What? You guys are going to take the word of a rat in the courtroom, not allow me to hear or get any of that information, and then I can't refute it, I can't rebuttal it, I can't fight it. You guys are going to sit there and take it as fact? Dude, this justice system, I swear to God, is so screwed up. Well, it is screwed up, especially when they are supposed to divulge the information. Right. But they'll lie to the judge themselves. Yes, they will. And hide that informant's information. And this, this, is, happened, this happened in a very high-profile case that we covered last year. They actually covered their paper trail. But there was witnesses that didn't want to be put on the stand because the government threatened them that the person was being let out on his last arrest by two agents. And that came from within the facility of a worker. So they will hide shit. They That's will. Sad. That's sad because the honest truth is, is if you decide to become an informant, you know what goes in the repercussions if that's found out, all of these things. But you, when you take it, you know that stuff is on paper. You know this stuff is going to eventually be found out whichever scene you're in. Um, and but especially, especially like you should be able to see them in court if they're accusing you of something. I should be able to look you dead in the eye with my lawyer or whatever and, and be like, that's bullshit. You know what I mean? You're sitting there lying like a motherfucker. Well, you just brought up the fact that, you know, there's consequences. Are there really any consequences on the street anymore or in prison? It doesn't seem so. Yes and no. Yes and no. Sometimes, uh, you know, obviously, I think... Uh, the inmates themselves probably regulate better than any other um, police and or correctional officers at all. Uh, but is, I that think still, is that still true, uh, especially when you got a bunch of pedophiles that walk around and nothing ever happens? Well, see, that's to me extremely weird because from where I know my Southern California area, it, you got to be pretty much in the hole. You got to be in protective, you know, some in the shoe or something. You need some special protective custody because of those charges. And the thing is, is California, I know this to be a fact. Everyone's going to run paperwork on each other. You better have your paperwork in hand when you walk in. That's the first thing they're going to ask for. Where's your paperwork? Mm. You know right. what I mean? I, I know other places in the country, they don't care. You could just say whatever charge you got and it's nonchalant. Here, you better be ready to present everything. And they're going to question you and question you and question you and question you until they get the fucking truth. 
Here's a very tricky uh, problem, though. Very tricky issue here. Steve, the problem is the number of people in out bad standing and the who are rats are starting to outnumber the solid guys. But let's talk about out bad for mm -hmm. a minute. That's a good subject. People get put out bad for pissing in the wind wrong now. It's true. Used to be they for do. four they get things. Put out bad for pissing in the wind. Yeah, it's it's messed up. Just because you may not politically agree with, let's say, said president's or vice president's vote or whatever, and all of a sudden there's now clicks versus clicks, and then there's po inner politics that go in. You guys don't know what's going on inside these clubs, and then they just get upset at you, and all of a sudden the one time that you're struggling and you can't pay dues. Or something just like, and, and they'll let a guy slide for eight months straight, not paying dues. But then the one time this guy doesn't pay his dues, that one month, boop, out bad because that's a political warfare right there. So it would be uh, suffice to say that you really can't take when a club says, well, he's out bad. No, because these clubs now will do anything to not only it's almost vindictive. Okay. It's almost like vengeance, like what we spoke about. So they'll kick them out because they don't necessarily like or agree with whatever they have done, said, whatever. And then they're being accepted somewhere else. That's going to hurt them. They're going to be like, what do you mean? What do you mean that he's being accepted over there? You know, and they're going to be upset naturally. So that's uh, how I think that means, happens. Oh, okay. Steve didn't mean how bad he was talking about being able to walk the line. Oh, but that, but but still, out bad is still was a good topic anyways. Oh, it, it really is uh, because you see a lot of that uh, going on the internet and stuff. You get a lot of clowns. Well, he's out bad, blah, blah, blah. That's why and, verification is a big thing. Yeah, information is a huge thing, but the informants do seem more and more lately. Yeah. I think I think from some hardcore guys, it seems like boom. Is it what you said? They're facing the 25 year mark and they don't want to pay up. Yes, that's exactly what happened. Is the feds just realized two, three, four years, these guys aren't gonna speak. That's that's what they found out. That's the truth. They found out we give them three, four, five years. They're not going to rat. But when they're facing 25 to life, they'll open their fucking mouth. You're listening to uh, WMMRDB right now. My special co-host, Mike Ball. We're talking about why do people become informed? Do you have bipolar or a mental condition? Well, you're in luck. Join a fellow bipolar, my co-host, China now. Every Monday, 9.30 a.m. Oh, Central yeah. gotta, Standard Time for Chatting with China now. Yeah, I got to fix that sweeper. I love these sweepers, man. I love them. I love hearing all the ones I haven't even heard, you know? <laughs> oh, there's a million of them. Yeah. A, a million of them. What does that say about a person, though? How do they even look at themselves? My That's my question when they knew the consequences. I think they probably, at that point, yep. if they actually give a shit they probably feel like this sense of guilt for the rest of their lives i would imagine now i'm thinking 
for myself subjectively. Now, objectively, there's a lot of people that just don't give a fuck. They only care about themselves. They only look for the immediate, what can I do to fix me now? And then worry about the consequence later. And that's the problem with a lot of things. It's like, I don't care about no problems. I don't care about repercussions, any of it. I just Mm -hmm. want to get me fixed. And that's all they care about. So brotherhood's a fantasy. It's totally a fantasy. What the fuck? Let me ask you a question. When I went down, when I went down and, and, and yes, there's, I had, I still have brotherhood in a sense, but who was wiping my ass while I could not get out of the bed? I couldn't do shit. I couldn't do anything for, for quite a couple months. I couldn't do anything. Do you think my brothers were coming over and wiping my ass and picking me up, doing this, feeding me? That's your family. You got to realize sometimes we put too much into our brotherhood and not enough at the family. And that's something that has been a problem uh, with a lot of people. And I am even uh, a guy that went too overboard where I was too clubbed out, meaning I was too focused on that. And not enough at home. Where did that get you then? Um, it definitely led to a lot more arguments. And this is this this is with an ex, by the way. So this is not with the person I'm with now. But um, it led to a lot of arguments. It led to a lot of fallouts, and ultimately, it led to us not being together, which was my decision. But was she right? Sometimes, sometimes not. No, as right as far as they weren't real brothers to you. Um, yes and no. They're, the brotherhood is there in different aspects. I look at it because now I've gone through something so traumatic, you know, where it's like I've, I died four times, had over 20 blood transfusions and medical, you know, emergency blood transfusions to stay alive. Um, and then coming out, I'm still internally and externally bleeding and still having issues. So there's not many people that have gone through that type of care and then having to literally rely on other people because you can't do it for yourself at that moment. And mm. that's a hard pill to swallow. And guess what? It ain't your brothers that are doing it. They're not coming over to cook you up some food or chicken noodle soup and serving you your little, you know, medication and giving you a rub or whatever. You know, like that's not something that that your brothers are going to do. That's that's just the truth, you know. Mm. And at the time, I needed actual care. My brothers weren't going to do that. When, and this is something I always say. And I do, and I do believe this. I'm not trying to cover for anybody, but I do believe it's individuals within a club that brings a lot of the law enforcement heat on. A lot of guys mostly don't know what's going on with the other guy, but I don't consider them brothers whatsoever because they're bringing law enforcement to your door. They're the ones doing it. And next thing you know, they're, you know, your whole thing's into a bunch of shit because of these guys. And 
you see it a lot of times where these informants or undercover cops, they'll go to somebody who's down on their luck within the club and say, hey, we got this hustle. Let's do this. Yep. They actually bring it up to them. They entice them when exactly. people are down, when people are down and need it. And trust me, uh, I don't know where these people think that like these guys are in clubs making tons of money. I know too many people that are down on their luck in the club scene. And yeah, an opportunity being a, brought to them saying, hey, we could make some good money doing this. Now, this is an individualistic decision. This is not a, an entire organization decision. This is one guy approaching one or two other people, maybe. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then what? It, because those two or one person accept said job, now you're going to Rico the entire fucking club? That's ridiculous. To me, that you know... I. This is this is the game. And they're wearing lies rich. So does that make it all right for them to snitch? I don't believe so. No, no, no. It's never okay to snitch. It's never okay to snitch on 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 your brothers or any of that. Because especially if you're down, if you're down to do something, like let me let me just let me backtrack a little bit because I, I like what Hollywood said and it's truth. True brotherhood, true brotherhood. They will not bring heat on you, and they will not bring heat on the club. Those are mm -hmm. true brothers. And the ones that are causing the issues need to be called out and be red flags in your head and in the rest of everyone's head. I think they should be thrown out on their ass. I do, too. I do, too. Like me and you have discussed a lot of times, it's kind of like a one-and-done thing. Now, we can't obviously do that all the time in every single scenario but bad enough yeah yeah you should be thrown out but the problem is a lot of times is not just because of uh numbers and money it's not just that but there's politics that are involved oh this guy is the president's nephew and if we do this then this guy's gonna get angry then this club's gonna get angry and it gets it's they so make it many too, politics. They make it too complicated when the real answer is give me your shit, get the fuck out of here. Just get out of here. Just get yep, that would have been the answer. But people are too scared, especially at the table. Let's be honest. When we sit down at the table, that's the time that it's in private and we should be able to talk our shit. And no one does. You know what I mean? Everyone's too damn scared to actually say it, but they're so willing to say it on the fucking WhatsApp group. They're willing to do that, <laughs> but they're not willing to sit face to face and have an actual conversation about it. So you can say in actuality that the organization is actually making them into an informant yes. by not handling it. Yes, because at that point, you're not nipping it in the bud. You're, a, you're literally at that point enabling this behavior. That's what you're doing. So instead of enabling this behavior and allowing it to build to now where these people are lackluster, okay, um, you, you got to do, we got to do better than that. We have to do better than that mm -hmm. as an entire scene. Well, like I said, uh, Conan, by the time he gets out, if that's true, He's looking at being 66 years old. I can't imagine that. 
I can't I can't imagine being in your 60s. I mean, you got to think this is Black Dragon's age and even older. And it's like, wow, a man of like him going to jail slash whatever prison. I, it's like, come on, man. Like, this is ridiculous over a pistol. You know mm. what I mean? Like, it wasn't even used on somebody, man. Like, all right. It would have been one thing if it was used and they, they, they needed to track down a murder case. Okay, I can understand what the fucking cops need to do. But in this case, obviously someone snitched. Obviously someone ratted and said, yo, this man has a firearm and this is where it is. How hmm. how, how do the cops raid in the house and go exactly for the gun? Right. Come on. That's that that's that's someone said something. And there's a reason why they raided it, too. They can't just raid it for no reason. So can, uh, did somebody try to, oh, here it is. Suffolk County. Can we locate somebody here? Uh, we have to try. If you can do that, Mike, why, uh, you can go to Suffolk County or New York to check out. It's Keith Richter. I want to verify the story because it's bugging the shit out of me right now. Uh, because there's only one source on it. Keith what? That's my, uh, Keith Richter, R-I-C-H-T-E-R, and it's Keith. Because with me, I always put sources up. See, everything that I see right now that I just hit on, and there's only a couple of things that come out of this. And so far, everything that I see is 2021. So... There, he's not. He hasn't been booked into the system, is what I'm saying. That's that's all I see now. That doesn't mean you guys in the chat can't find something different that I didn't, didn't see just now because I'm doing it real fast. I'm on a show, blah blah blah. But from what I just saw, everything was 2021. All right, we gotta really dig into that. Yep. Uh, I don't even know if Suffolk County. Where do they go? Is that like a suburb of New York City? <laughs> I have no idea, man. That that I I only really know like the four main areas of New York. <laughs> yeah. All I know about New York is they got buildings. Yeah, you they know. got long, tall buildings, you know, yes. <laughs> uh incarcerated look up here. Uh loading. Okay, let's see what we got here. You might find uh, something in there. That that's probably the more something that you'll see you than what I, last name. How do you spell the last name? R I C H T E. What is it? R I C H T E R. AKA Conan. A uh, Bayshore, New York. A Bayshore, New York. But that was from the last committed, so who knows if it's the same? I have no idea. Right. Uh, it would be a- nice, obviously, if if we had that kind of info, just boom, right there. But it's it's this just happened, guys. That you guys got to remember. Yeah, this and, happened. And, a and this hours. stuff, yep. you and you got to remember. It usually takes them 24, 40. 48 hours yeah. to get that info out. So it's it's kind of hard to get that info, especially right here, right now on live on a right. show. 
So, so but yeah, that, does, that doesn't mean that we're not going to still, after the show, do our investigation and figure it out. But at the same right. token, uh, like you said earlier in the show in the beginning, cops hold a lot of things back. And there's That's reasons for what they do. Final thoughts on this one, Mike. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Um, keep, an, keep a close eye out for the people that are around you. Um, if you have a, a red flag thing that pops up and you got to trust your gut, trust your freaking gut, say something, say something to, to one of your brothers, your sergeant of arms, whoever that, or, or, or whatever. It, it doesn't even have to be a club. It could be anybody that you are walking around. You see something that's, that is red flag. Get away from it, dude. Because right then and right there, your gut was right. And a lot of times, these guys turn into informants, if caught. Always uh, go with your gut. We'll catch you later on the Monday show with the Madhouse, baby. Uh, everybody have a good weekend. Make sure you get out there, ride them motorcycles, and be careful out there. I say goodbye, vamoose, adios, ciao, so long, get your hat jacked. Number one internet biker radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms, including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one.